0: Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. It is game day. The Seahawks are taking on the Green Bay Packers and they're doing it in the snow. I'm watching the tweets come in from Lambeau Field and it looks like there's a healthy amount of snow there. So this should be fun. This should be fun. The Seahawks, of course, are going to be doing it without Chris Carson, who was not activated from injured reserve. However, Russell Wilson activated for this week. Dwayne Eskridge activated. So looking forward to seeing especially our quarterback back on the field. I'll be hitting the injury report at the end of this show, getting to some of the press conferences from late in the week. We heard from Pete Carroll, Shane Waldron, and three Seahawks at the end of the week. So let's kick things off with left tackle Dwayne Brown, who spoke about the team's outlook for the remainder of the season. You know, that was probably our most dominant outing, you know, going into the by week. Um, guys got a chance to heal up some you know get some rest and and come in you know a little bit a little bit healthier um we also understand the challenges we have we got a tough road you know what i mean going as the last stretch and uh none bigger than this week you know so we're we're very attentive to detail um the sense of urgency is there you know um and so we're just all about executing you know day to day um i said getting Russ back is going to really help us and Chris back is really going to help us you know we're excited about that um but uh we're going we to stand our challenge. You know, we're taking it one week at a time. We understand every game has a lot of meaning to it. And so um, we're just taking that approach. And here's that season outlook, according to Tyler Lockett.
1: My rookie year, we were three and five. So I remember that. Um, and we 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 won a whole bunch of games after that and went straight to the playoffs. So, I mean, we're still sitting at three and five and they added an extra game. So for us, I mean, we're exactly where we need to be. You look at the playoff hunt. People four and four, four and five, three and five, three and six. So, I mean, we're exactly where we need to be at. Everything is still on us. It's not like we're sitting here having to depend on people to lose and this team to beat this team. Like, I mean, it's cool if it does work out that way, but we still know that, like, destiny is still in our hands. We can still go out there and play because we don't need other people to do what needs to be done in order for us to win and be successful we still have control to be the team that we want to be. Tyler was also asked about any
0: chemistry issues that he and Russell might have now that Wilson is coming back from his injury.
1: That's something that me personally, I'm not paying attention to. Uh, I didn't really catch the ball a lot yesterday, so I didn't really get to see it. But... um I mean, I'm sure if if Russ is going to feel great, then I mean, I don't think he'll put himself in a position where if he's not ready, he's not going to go out there. I think if he's ready, then, you know, he feels comfortable in all those different types of aspects and questions that people would have.
0: Wrapping up Lockett's comments, here's what he said about D. Eskridge returning this week.
1: Oh, it's great for him to be back. I mean, you know, just with him dealing with all the stuff he's dealt with, um, you know, things could have been, you know, worse than it could have been or just whatever the case. So just for him being able to come back, being able to practice, kind of get adjusted to everything again, you know, um, didn't really do a lot of OTAs, finally came back and we got to see glimpses of how great that he can be. And, you know, the reasons why we drafted him and then just having that setback. I mean, you know, it sucks, especially when you're a player who can understand what setbacks can do. You know what I mean? So, being able to see him back, I know that it has to give him like a sense of uh, happiness, being able to be around us again, being able to be around a facility, being able to show his explosiveness and all the reasons of why we drafted him. So, you know, I'm happy that he's back and just being able to get him going.
0: Seahawks offensive coordinator Shane Waldron also talked about the importance of Eskridge's return. I'm excited for him, you know, first and foremost, because I know he's had a, a few bumps in the road in, in his rookie year and and had some bad luck with some injury things. And all he wants to do is be out on the field and, and working. And, you know, he's done a great job just like he did uh, throughout some of the time he missed during training camp where he's come in in great shape. Come back from, uh, you know, all of the stuff that he had to do to, to, to get right and get ready to go and back out here running and, and looking fast as ever. What are some of the concerns from the offensive coordinator in going up against this Green Bay Packers defense? Joe Barry's done an excellent job getting those guys, you know, keeping everything in front of them, especially as of late. And, you know, they make you earn everything. You know, they do a great job uh, playing on the edge, playing hard, playing physical. Uh, Those guys really get after it. And then the DBs, you know, playing in their their coverage principles. You know, they're doing a great job of just not turning people free and, and making you earn every yard. Hearing from Pete Carroll, it sounded like Chris Carson would have a chance to make it back for this game. Here's what Pete had to say about why Chris Carson is continuing his stint on the injured reserve.
2: We've made the decision that we're going to hold him out this week, and uh, he worked hard on on Wednesday, Thursday. It just just don't think that it's time to do it yet. He just hasn't had enough uh, enough time to really evaluate it. Um, he had two good hard days. Um, and uh, just didn't quite clear it enough to, you know, he's dying to to play and all that, but we we just need to make sure that we're doing the right thing. So we're going to take care of him this week, and we'll see what happens next week.
0: The Seahawks had an opportunity to claim Odell Beckham Jr. when he was on waivers this last week. And they also had the opportunity to sign him, but ultimately he goes to the Los Angeles Rams. Here's Pete's commentary on the situation with Beckham.
2: I mean, this is the situation that we've been in so many times before. When we have opportunities, we you know we we explore it and go as far as we can, and uh, that's that's what we did. You know, we really John took it all the way through and made sure that we knew what was going on and all of that, and uh, and so you know. The, you know he he had he had to pick the the place he wanted to go to once he cleared waivers and he got a chance to do that. Um, he's he's living in L.A. and he, that was a great choice for him.
0: Finally, let's close this out. Hearing from our quarterback Russell Wilson talking about his hand injury recovery.
3: I feel like it's it's a new beginning. I feel like it's a new start, and I feel like it's it's time to get get going again, all over again. So, I think that uh, all the hard work, all the attention to detail, has been amazing. I think also too, um. I think to be surrounded around some of the best people in the world, you know, daily, obviously this organization and people around here. Um, and also to just kind of my performance team. I mean, just to have uh, Amy, my PT uh, with, with the amount of time. I mean, we literally probably 20 hours a day, 19 hours a day, you know, we're working on, on, on those hands, just trying to, to, to break records with this thing. Cause you know, it's, it was a pretty severe injury, you know, in the sense of uh, how many things happened, you know? And so I think that for me, my whole, my whole mindset was to cut the time in half, you know? And, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of what my mindset has been since the moment it happened. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, to have amazing people like Amy, uh, to be there every day, every, every, pretty much every second of the day, to also have, um, you know, some amazing people too. Um, you know, uh, Slade and Mo's also an OT hand specialist has been awesome. Um, you know, to be obviously Dr. Shin's best in the world at, at, at hands and to be able to work with him, um, you know, and, and I think for me, I never lost confidence in what, where I was going to go, what I was going to do and how I was going get, to get it done.
0: Is he at 100 percent? How close is he? Here's what Russ had to say. I feel great. I feel really close.
3: Um, I'm not 100 percent not yet, but I'm pretty dang close. I would say uh, I'm the 90 percentile, if not higher. Um, you know, so I, I feel great. Um, I feel I, I got great conviction about what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. My mindset's better than ever, uh, ready to roll and uh, ready to go.
0: There were some questions about whether or not Russ would need to wear a glove on Sunday. I'm curious with the snow, if that will change anything. But here's what he had to say about it earlier this week. I don't need to wear a glove. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't
3: know what the weather's going to be. Maybe we have to because of the weather or something like that, you know. But um, no, I don't need to wear a glove. hand feels great. feel feels strong. Like I said, you know, I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready to play. Ready ready to, ready to help, help us win, do whatever it takes.
0: Taking a look at the injury report for the Packers, start out with the questionable players, Kenny Clark, their interior Pro Bowl defensive lineman. He was injured last week in Kansas City, and he didn't miss any practice, but he was listed as limited on each of the practice days, Wednesday through Friday, and so he could be limited in this game, according to some reports, and considering Kingsley Kiki is also dealing with a concussion. He is listed as doubtful, and he may miss his second straight game. So some interior defenders there. Cornerback Eric Stokes is listed with a knee injury. He was limited on Wednesday and Thursday, but he was upgraded to a full participant on Friday. So it looks like Eric Stokes, the young cornerback out of Georgia, will be able to play. And wide receiver Equianimus St. Brown, he has an ankle injury, and it looks like he's likely to be out there on game day couple players listed as doubtful in addition to Kiki, who I mentioned earlier, left tackle David Bakhtiari. He was on the physically unable to perform list. He was activated to the roster, but it sounds like he is still recovering from his ACL surgery and his day to day. So he is listed as doubtful along with tight end Dominique Daphne. He didn't practice all week and the Packers have a lot of guys. I do not recognize their names as tight end apart from Mercedes Lewis. So if Daphne's unable to go, I, I'm not sure if that impacts their ability to throw to tight ends anyway. That may be a weakness in the Packers game today. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Conn, C-O-N-N. You can also follow along with the game. Pre-snap reads are up at fieldgoals.com if you want something else to read before things kick off this afternoon. And if you want to hang out, there will be a game day thread so you can comment and react. As the game goes on, up at fieldgoals.com. I will be back with Clinton Bonner with 3 in, 3 out. Use the hashtag 3I30, tag Clinton Bonner, at Clinton Bon on Twitter, and we will get your tweets read in the next episode. Looking forward to talking about a win. It would be a fun one in the snow. So until next time, go Hawks.